RadioCalusa.com. Welcome to the July episode of A Garden Runs Through It, a podcast of the UC Master Gardener program of Calusa County, produced by RadioCalusa.com. I'm Jerry Hernandez, your host and coordinator of the Calusa County program. On today's episode, I'm joined with Master Gardeners Pam Nehus and Bonnie Rose. Pam, tell us about yourself. Well, um, there's not much to tell. I was born and raised in Calusa. Um, I spent most of my adult life taking care of other people's children. And I finally retired about eight years ago and decided to become a Master Gardener. So that's about it. I do a little bit of sewing kind of convenient living right next to the quilt shop. And so I've learned to do quilting. Bonnie, tell us about yourself. Well, I uh, have lived in Arbuckle for 22 years. And after I retired, I had heard about the Master Gardeners and decided to do it. And I've been a Master Gardener for five years. I've been gardening for about 65 years, a long time. And and love it. And I loving being a master gardener because you learn things and you get to interact with the public. So I, I really enjoy that. Thank you. June is coming to an end and July brings some gardening chores. What should we be doing in our garden this month? Well, there are some planting things you can still be doing. Planting some seeds if if you're interested in flowers, um, zinnias, marigolds, sunflowers, um, you can still plant those. I am planning to plant some more zinnias because something ate a bunch of mine. So I'm going to kind of start over again with some of them. Because it is so hot, water is really important though. So just make sure the little plants get lots of water. As far as maintenance goes in the garden, if you have iris, bearded iris, you can dig them up and divide them and give them away or plant them somewhere else. And other bulbs too, you can dig them and divide them. Deadheading blooming plants, that's always a a relaxing thing to do when they're through flowering. Uh, Roses, you deadhead those, but you can also fertilize them. I'm actually in my second kind of bloom of roses right now, which is nice. And if you have lavender, you can cut that back and they they will bloom again. So you can prune it by about half to keep the plants kind of contained a little bit. On the um, guide for prevention, uh, be sure everything is well mulched for the heat of the summer. Uh, water before 10 a.m. to avoid fungal infections and minimal water loss to evaporation. It's always good to mulch. If you have fruit trees, be sure to pick up dropped fruit to prevent brown rot from developing and leaving spores for future infections. Very important. We have some upcoming events in the county. So visit our demonstration garden in Williams at the Education Village. We have planted eight different varieties of tomatoes. This way you can compare each variety. We also have several varieties of tomatillos, basil, sweet peppers, and hot peppers. 
and we have some flowers. We're going to have an event at our demonstration garden on July 31st at 9 a.m. Watch for more information. We're also at the Arbuckle Farmer's Market every Wednesday night. We are also at the Williams Flea Market the first Friday of the month. In July, it will be July 2nd. Now, Pam and Bonnie want to talk about the demonstration garden. So go for it. Oh, I don't know. About two months ago, we decided to plant some different varieties of tomatoes. And we picked out eight different varieties. But before we even planted, we had a lot of prep work, and that includes irrigation. So we decided to have an event to demonstrate how to put in a drip system in your garden. And that went over real well. And also after that, we put down um, a, two different kinds of weed prevention. One was a cloth mulch over top of it, and then we planted the tomatoes. But when we come to the peppers and basil and a few flowers, we decided that we wanted to do something different, and we used cardboard. We put cardboard down, and then we also put uh, mulch on top of it. So um, that was our first event, and we have another one coming up um, late, late July. So stay tuned for more information. Do you remember what varieties of tomatoes we have? Oh, yeah. Yellow pear and early girl and San Marzano. Marzano and a zebra um, type of plant. They're, they're all different kinds of varieties. There's some that are canners and some are slicers and some that come ripe all at one time. And then we also have that, the ones that just keep coming on oh we have a black russian and can't quite remember the rest of them see pineapple oh that's right the pineapple one we're really looking forward to trying that one is um better boy better boy or big boy big boy and celebrity i said the that's celebrity about it. Oh, okay. yeah, that's about that it. It. yeah there was eight different ones but Bonnie can tell you more about the basil. She's our expert on basil. Sure. Um, I'm just going to mention one more thing about the tomatoes, which I think um, is, is kind of an interesting thing. We made tomato cages for all of our tomato plants out of concrete reinforcing wire that you can buy in panels. And then we made it into a circle. And it's about four feet high, I think, maybe three and a half, four feet high. And then we... Um, have T posts in the ground to hold the cages steady. So the tomatoes have something really strong to grow on and they are growing out of the tomato out of the cages right now. They're they're very healthy. I'm very healthy. I, I encourage anybody to come out and take a look at them because they're it's like a jungle out there. I think they grow about two inches a day. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty neat. Our garden is actually divided into four different quadrants and the tomatoes are in one quadrant. And then in the other planted quadrant right now, we have basil, peppers, tomatillos and flowers. So we have eight different varieties of basil. Some of the typical kinds that you'd make pesto out of the Italian Genovese type. We have lemon basil, lime basil, Thai basil, and I can't remember some of the names couple of them I have never heard of, which is really interesting. And I don't, so we're, we're actually going to have those available to taste too, if, if anybody would like to, when we have our tomato tasting. 
And as Pam was saying, we did something a little different for weed control in this area. We put down cardboard, which um, is free. So it's a, it's a good thing to use for weed control if you don't want to buy weed cloth or weed barrier cloth. Uh, and it seems to be working really well. We don't have any weeds in the middle of those rows. So we have the eight varieties of basil. We have, I'm pretty sure I counted, 11 different kinds of peppers, both hot and sweet. We have some peppers already growing, so we might have a few of those available to taste, too, at our tasting. We have three different kinds of tomatillos. One is a pineapple tomatillo that I don't think any of us have ever tasted, so we'll be interested in that one. We have some zinnias growing, sunflowers, some cosmos, and they are all on the drip system that we have put in, and they are doing really well. They look very healthy, so we're happy. And we have two other quadrants in our garden that, that are at this time unplanted, but we did had a work day and put mulch all over those two quadrants so that hopefully we won't have weeds growing there. It's a work in progress. So tell us about the July 31st event. What is it? When is it? It was, what, 9 o'clock in the morning? Yeah, yeah, this is July 31st. It's a Saturday and 9 in the morning. We, we talked about having it at 8 and decided that was too early for people. So hopefully it won't be really hot. But So we're, we'll be out there earlier cutting up tomatoes. So you can sample all eight kinds of tomatoes. That's true. It will be a great event if they all come right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're hoping to, that they're going to be ripe. And then we'll have a couple of things made, uh, or at least one thing made from tomatoes. We're going to have some. Um, one of our master gardeners volunteered to make some salsa with tomatoes, and uh, we'll have some pesto made with the basil. So it'll be a fun event. And, you know, we're just getting started, so come out and see everything. Yeah. Anytime. Anytime you want to come out there and just look at what we did and what other people have done out there. It's quite interesting. Yeah. And we'll have people at the event on the 31st, we'll have people both describing the tomatoes that you're, you'll be tasting, but then we'll have hopefully, uh, well, we will have people out in the garden. So if you have questions about the, the actual plants and how they're growing or what to do with them, that somebody will be able to answer your questions. And if you've ever wanted a certain plant to grown if you want us to grow a certain plant just tell us we would be happy to we are going to put in a fall garden we're going to start seeds in august because yes that's when you do it and we'll put transplants out in september so what's growing in your garden i have um my agapanthus we just had a nice little event for the master gardeners and I had agapanthus everywhere because my agapanthus, I've never had so many blooms. It's just been crazy. I have white and blue and then the blue and white. Yeah, that was really a pretty one. It's funny. Some people, you, you know, have certain kinds of plants and I have not one agapanthus. I've never had it. I don't have it now. And so it's nice to see it. I have lots of other things, but no agapanthus. Yeah, I have my zinnias are blooming. Um, the roses, as I said, are having kind of their second bloom. Uh, fruit trees, I we've had apricots. They're all done with the early one, and now we're into the peaches. Um, so, and plums. The plums are ripe. I picked some the other day. So, 
we're we're into the stone fruit for sure. I know I have much in my garden. <laughs> my husband does a small garden out there, but out to our property. But in town, um, I do have the biggest and brightest gardenias. They are oh, so love that smell. fragrant. Yeah, so fragrant right now. They're just blooming like yeah. crazy. Yeah. I guess I'm, I love gardenias, but I, I have so much jasmine that's blooming. I would be afraid that I wouldn't be able to smell either one of them. The gardenias, or, or maybe the blend would be wonderful. I, I probably it would. So, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's nice. to remind everybody to check their drip irrigation and make sure everything's working because I almost killed my roses and roses are very hard to kill. Come to find out the battery in the timer was dead and mm. I kept checking on it. Oh, it's still, you know, because I had it every three days. So I wasn't exactly sure when it was going to come on and the time was after I was at work. So anyway, mm. we now have batteries in there. And it comes on while I'm still at home so I can hear it and go out and check it. So they will survive, but they haven't started their second flush yet. So um, I'll get a late second flush now that they have yeah, water. Right. But check your drip system. It's, um, it does happen. Things happen. Right. Those little emitters can get plugged up, especially if, I mean, if you have a filter, that's best. We have filters, but it's still... Get, they still can get plugged up. So you have to kind of go around and check and make sure that there's no dry ground around your plants. Yeah. And then the mulch also is really helps in the summer around here. So if you can find a mulch to put down, that's yeah, great. Yeah, mulch. Mulch, usually bark. You really don't want to use the really fine bark because it breaks down too fast. So you want to use a medium to large bark. And it helps the soil stay moist and cool mm -hmm. in our very hot summers mm -hmm. and as we're recording this today it's 108 out so yes <laughs> right. mulch your plants yeah now pam don't uh your husband plants a lot of vegetables not really he's just more of a hobbyist he's got a few tomatoes and uh, he's got some zinnias we went to the sale that the kids put on at the educational center and uh, he does love eggplant, so mm, he's waiting for the I eggplant. Do. Yeah, yeah. Does he so. have different varieties of eggplant? Um, no, just a big, big one. And um, we started some uh, artichokes this year. Mm. We had to get rid of our old ones because we had moved our garden to another spot away from the dusty road to a little bit more of a shaded area but yeah we started some artichokes and so hopefully we'll see some artichokes nice next year yeah i had the best crop of artichokes this year mm. and then i leave the last couple so that they bloom because they're so pretty when they bloom purple flowers love those uh, yeah the bees really yeah, yeah they love now bonnie do you um grow any vegetables oh my goodness yes i have a huge vegetable garden and um Tomatoes, eggplants, peppers, but you know what is growing the best this year so far? I'm hoping everything will catch up. Is okra? I don't. I know lots of people don't or think they don't like okra. That's good, but 
we like it and we love it actually. And so I have two kinds. I have the regular green kind and then there's a, a red okra that I've grown before that's really, I mean, it's really good. Um, so I have a lot of okra plants that are healthy, healthy, healthy. And they have the most beautiful flowers. I don't know if you've ever seen okra flowers. Jerry no, is shaking not. her head. They're just, they're amazing. They're white with this black center. I mean, it's, it looks like nothing you've ever seen before. And you'd be surprised that, it, that it's going to grow an okra pod from it. So, yeah, we, we really like okra. So I, and I have lots of basil growing. Um, yeah. Oh, melons, cucumbers. Oh, and of course, squash. I planted seven kinds of summer squash, which is probably a big mistake. But <laughs> we we eat it. I make zucchini pickles. And so we'll, we'll use it. I'm not into growing vegetables, <laughs> unless it's more of a perennial like the artichokes. Yeah. But I do have two nectarine trees, a pear tree. Mm. And two fig trees. And Ooh. they're all different varieties. Um, so my nectarines don't ripen at the same time. One's done when the other one Good. starts. And I did that on purpose. Yeah. Right. Because you could get a lot of fruit that yeah. just goes to waste. Yeah. Plus, I've cut the trees back so that they, they're smaller now. And they're not a full-size commercial right. tree. Right. So I'm not getting 500 nectarines. We should have done that. Many years ago, because we have large trees and it is um, once the fruit is ripe, I mean, and you don't, aren't picking it, it falls to the ground and it's like then it's too late. But yeah, yeah it's good. I'm sure your figs are ripe. Are uh, the first crop was yeah, ripe. Right. Yeah. Figs are figs are very unusual. They do two crops. Yep. The first yeah. one is usually smaller than the second one. Mm -hmm. But my second one is uh, they're growing bigger every day. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I love fig trees. Yeah. They're really pretty. Yeah, they are. I've been trying to keep them small. I don't yeah. want to get on the ladder. Right. And I don't want 500 figs. Right. Last year, I had a bumper <laughs> crop of figs. I was giving them to all the neighbors. Yeah, yeah. And that's another thing. Kind of like okra, except not quite as bad. But people either like figs a lot or they just, no, thank you. Mmm, no, no. yummy. Pam and Bonnie, thank you for joining me on another episode of our podcast. You're welcome. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. It was great. For more information or insightful tips and gardening hints, visit the Master Gardeners of Calusa County on Facebook or visit our website, cecalusa.ucanr.edu. Remember to sign up for our monthly gardening newsletter. A link will be in the notes of the show. Do you have a gardening question? Send an email to glhernandez at ucanr.edu. Until next time, keep those hands dirty. RadioCalusa.com